Welcome everybody. Uh, happy, um, well, let's see, November 21st, I guess is today's date, but it's the, the week for those of us here in the United States, the week of Thanksgiving. And um, I'm sure that everybody is very busy, so I very much appreciate those of you who are logging in live to participate live this evening. Thank you so much. The live participation is uh, something that is very special, and um, I feel that you get the most energetic uh, benefit from the live participation. So um, I'm grateful to those who have registered who sign up and do the live participation. Um, however, there's a lot of people who are registered over 750 at this point for the series um, of which we are in a series of Archangel Michael Global Transmissions um, and I'm Reverend Anna Jones so those of you who are new who are coming in from my Archangel Michael and Legion of Light Facebook page or you know from some other source where you heard it through word of mouth or something uh, welcome um, all of the previous messages from this series of messages from Archangel Michael this year of 2022 are already up in the Celestial Voice podcast if you haven't already um, listened to them um, you're welcome to just go at any time uh, they're all they're all there for free to listen to um, on my website or on iTunes if you want to do it on iTunes you can also subscribe there and you'll be the first to get the podcast once it's been once it's been uploaded so the recording of tonight will also be uploaded to the podcast and the same thing for um, next month as well because next month uh, will be the last transmission of 2022 in this um, Archangel Michael global transmission series that um, when he asked me to do this, when I when I received uh, guidance from intuitive guidance from Archangel Michael to do it, he called it the Solstice to Solstice transmissions. So I don't know if he's planning on doing that next year. I'm basically going to be uh, just continuing to listen for guidance, like I've been doing all of these years uh, that I've been facilitating these global transmissions. Um, and uh, next month uh, will be the solstice, so we'll be completing it, and so we'll have another one of these transmissions on December 21st, which will be the winter solstice. Um, and we're in this time period now uh, where we're going into the holidays. Uh, luckily, there aren't as many celestial events uh, for me to speak about luckily meaning that we went through so many in the early part of the fall that it's um, helpful for us to have this little uh, reprieve because of how much they amplify how much energy they bring how much sweeping energy of change and transformation that um, these cosmic and celestial events um, bring with them so it's good to have this little reprieve. Meanwhile, we're going into the holy day season, and so it's a very high, uh, pure vibration if we tune uh, into uh, the, the, the holy day season, uh, of which they're called the holidays, because literally between the world religions, there's, um, there's, 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 there's so many. There's, uh, there's at least a couple of dozen, I believe, between a dozen and a two dozen uh, holy days from different traditions, different spiritual uh, beliefs, religions, etc. Uh, over this six-week kind of period that we're in between now and shortly after New Year, so um, it's a it's a very sacred time uh, that that is that is coming in. It doesn't mean there's not going to be any. Uh, cosmic influences, celestial influences during it, but uh, it's it's at least there's not as much as what we've been uh, experiencing now that the eclipse season is completed, etc. So 
Yeah, so usually in my introduction, I speak a lot about um, those types of things that I, and I did last month and the month before that. So there's no need for me to speak that much about that in the introduction here. Um, I'm not going to also spend very much time to introduce myself. What I'll do is I'll refer you back to my website at AnnaJonesOnline.com. So it's A-N-A-J-O-N-E-S and then the word online.com. So AnnaJonesOnline.com, which is where you all register for this event to read the bio page and also to let you all know that um, I was a participant in the Shift Network Mystic Summit this year over the summertime and um, there was a portion of my um, recording of my, my section, my segment of being involved in the, in the Mystic Summit uh, that was finally sent to me and I was able to get that up um, on the, uh, the homepage of my website. So that's also another really good, um, not just introduction, to my work, although there, there, there is a lot of introductory uh, to my ministry and to my work with the angels and as a modern day mystic, just really trying to understand what that is, what that, what that means, what it means to be a, a modern day mystic and, and how mysticism in, in general, uh, I'm also giving some speaking and some teaching uh, in that video, how mysticism in general is something that um, is 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 a big uh, shift and movement uh, in our in our modern times, and something that's needed in these times where there's so much shift and and, and global transformation ongoing. Um, and uh, I encourage you all, uh, especially those of you who are unfamiliar with my work, to go and to watch that video on the homepage. Um, and if you're familiar with my work, you still might get something out of it because uh, there are things that I'm teaching about the the path of mysticism and being modern mystic in. In, in this time of, of transformation. So there's that. Um, the So what I'm going to do then is I'm just going to make a couple of announcements. I'm going to um, focus on what our questions are for tonight and I'm going to share with you the pro process that we're going to use and then we're going to just go straight into the global transmission. Um, so the introduction uh, is, is going to be probably a little shorter this evening as a result. Um, also, I, I don't really have too many announcements to make other than go to the Celestial Voice podcast and listen to some of the past recordings from this year as well as last year's are all up there as well as some other uh, just general recordings from my archives. This one will be put up usually five to seven business days um, with the holiday. It, those aren't business days so it may take a little longer than what we would normally think for it to be put up as a podcast but I will email out to everybody an email for all who are registered, letting you know when the podcast is up and whatever title I've given it because I have no idea what he's going to ultimately speak on. And so I kind of pull the titles, uh, make up the titles from whatever uh, I feel like his themes are or his major theme of his uh, message, of his of the message part of the transmission is. So um, I will uh, email that out to everybody. The um, other announcement that I wanted to make is that uh, I will be doing, um, I do this work also in private session. It's different in private session, uh, but I will be doing my gift certificate special offer again over the holiday season, and that should be come available um, over November 1st. Um, I'm sorry, December 1st, not November 1st, uh, December 1st, sometime around that time period. Also uh, be looking for your emails about that in case you're ever interested in having a private session one-on-one, -on -one, either via Zoom or via the telephone uh, with an angel and spirit guide reading or angelic healing, etc. 
um, that's ha that's happening. A um, couple more announcements. Uh, I will also here in California. I'm in the North Bay of California in the town of Sonoma. Um, by the beginning of January, be opening up a um, an office space uh, in which I'll be able to uh, see people locally. For those who of you who might be uh, participating from the San Francisco Bay Area, wanted to come and see me locally or participate in some of the local events I'm going to be having. I'm going to be increasing uh, local events, and I'm going to be increasing my traveling in 2023. Very much looking forward to the new year. Um, I'll be uh, you know, I, I, I've already led retreats multiple different locations around the United States and, uh, and, and around the world. And I'll be getting back into uh, leading retreats again in 2023. I'm very, very excited that I'm um, working with Girls Guide to the World uh, as a, a coordinator to help me with the logistics for, uh, for putting together another soul journey to the sacred mount associated with Archangel Michael in Normandy, France. Um, which is called Mont Saint-Michel and I don't have it up on the website yet uh, there's no way to register yet but just to give you a save the date um, for those of you who've expressed interest in this already and if you're and if you're new to Mont Saint-Michel and you don't really know much about it you can always uh, look it up it's M-I-C-H-E-L which is the French name for Michael um, it's a spectacular sacred site and um, energy vortex place uh, associated with Archangel Michael um, in Normandy, France. And I will be leading a retreat there on September the 28th, 2023. Uh, it'll be seven nights um, and going through to October 5th, 2023. And then uh, I'll be leading a uh, Paris and um, Chartres Cathedral. Chartres Cathedral. Um, I never, I'm always difficult pronouncing that, that the name of that cathedral um, and I've been there tw twice already so this will be my third retreat there it's just been a while due to the pandemic since I've been able to be back uh, that'll be right after that so uh, starting on starting on October 5th uh, like a four night um, separate retreat but it could also be an extension for those who want to come to Mont Saint Michel so there'll be a lot more information coming out about that in early part of 2023 about both of them I just wanted to kind of give you the heads up especially for those of you who might want to mark it on your calendar and um, be on the lookout for the information that I am going to be putting out about that. Uh, so that's pretty much the announcements other than um, just wanted to say to everybody that I'm so that I feel so much gratitude at the time of this this Thanksgiving for this uh, service, this incredible service uh, that the angels have have called me to. Um, the, 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 the gift of what they give is something that I'm always in awe of. I'm never uh, for a moment Moment, uh, not in awe of it um, and incredibly grateful for this opportunity to be able to use this technology and to do these uh, transmissions with all of you so I'll just say a little bit about what the transmissions themselves uh, how Archangel Michael has explained what they are so um, he explains them as energy transmissions that he's doing um, at this time and uh, the, exp the only explanation that I've gotten as to why he's chosen the 21st of every month is because it's when the sun transits into a, a, a new part of the zodiac basically um, as the sun is moving uh, and as the, the, the earth is moving uh, through the zodiac it's on the 20 approximately around the 21st 20th 21st 22nd you know it's that time period um, that, uh, that 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 energetic transition that energetic shift uh, takes place 
Um, it's also, he's explained, um, that these transmissions are not just for those who are participating live, not just for those who are participating through the recordings, but truly a global transmission of energy that he's sending to the planet, of energy that he's sending to humanity, of energy that he's sending to all human, all, all humankind, all, all, all kind, all beings everywhere, um, all beings everywhere on earth. So um, it's a full global transmission to everyone, whether they know it or not, whether they're receiving it or not. Um, I'm just asked to participate in my small little role, <laughs> um, which is to do this vocal part of this transmission um, at this time. And he says he's even um, bringing messages through to individuals, many individuals um, at this time or right around this time monthly and then um of course on a regular basis he's still continuing to work with us it's not like only during this time of the month he's working with humanity or working with the earth but there is something special i can't quite explain it i, I don't know how to even fully describe it um but there is something special about this uh and so i'm happy to um play my small little role uh and do my small little part but i i found even personally these um message the vocal message part uh, of the transmission to be deeply profound uh, and, and, and when I also go back and listen to it and uh, try to work with it and apply it to my life, highly transformational, highly healing, uh, etc. of which I get so many wonderful comments from so many people uh, of how much it helps them, how much it means to them, how much it helps, you know, change their life, uh, advance their life, etc. These, these messages over the many, many years that I've been doing it and of course I'm a, I'm a deep trance channel so I'll be doing um, bringing through the message while I'm in a deep trance state and there's a process that the angels gave me that um, they told me to always use and it would always work and so I'm going to keep using it until they upgrade it or tell me otherwise um, and the process I'll describe to you uh, they said first and foremost never to um, approach them to always humbly approach them um, but to never approach them without there being some kind of um, uh, questions uh, the, the 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 quest I on question I explained this or somebody reminded somebody of this earlier today uh, the word itself is quest I on right so what is the, what is the quest what is it that we are what is it that we are seeking um, they've also explained some very profound found things the angels have uh, to me and through the private channeling work and through these tra global transmissions about the power of questions to unlock doors open doors um, reveal to them what it is that we are to receive etc etc so there's lots and lots of reasons why um, we approach with questions and then there's the whole phenomena of ask and you shall receive um, which is related to the sacred universal law so uh, there's there's a lot of reasons for the questions themselves so that's what I'm going to start with now I'm going to start the process that we're going to go into for this evening um, by uh, talking about the questions so um, many times I will have the questions just uh, ones that I come up with for everybody uh, on behalf of everybody but when I'm doing these um, these global transmissions with Archangel Michael uh, I open it up to the members of the study group uh, which of course anybody can sign up for each month it's a month-to-month -month thing that you can either sign up for the whole series and most of the series is completed but we still have uh, two more sessions in the Archangel Michael study group we're going to be studying the message for 
tonight on the second Tuesday in December. Um, and the recordings of that are also available for those who cannot participate live or who won't be able to participate live. So there, there will be that. Um, there will be that, um, the, the, the second um, Tuesday, uh, the Archangel Michael study group, the second Tuesday of December. And then the message we received during the global transmission on the 21st of December on the winter solstice will be studied in the study group on the second Tuesday in January. And that will be the last of the study groups until a new series starts, which again, I don't know when that's going to be, if that's going to be, uh, etc. So we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. But there's two more sessions of the study group available for, like, say, for example, you're deeply moved by this message and you want to know more about it and of course I always also allow time in the study group to um, either uh, you know I, I write something meditation wise or see something see some instruction in there uh, which I follow that perhaps the instruction of facilitating like a, a meditation part of that too so it's called the Archangel Michael study group and and um, meditation circle is the name of it and you can always find any events that I'm leading whether they're online zoom events like the the study group is like this is uh, like you you know, so many of my, my, my classes and courses are online uh, on the events page of AnnaJonesOnline.com. So make sure you not just visit the podcast page, but be sure to also event, um, visit the services page as well as the events page, uh, the homepage, etc. Look look around the site. There's actually a lot uh, on the on the website. So. Um, one of the things the study group members also get to do is to submit questions. So tonight, um, I'm going to um, go through my questions and start to put those out there because knowing that Archangel Michael is listening, um, start to kind of just uh, you know put those questions out there to him through this uh, dialogue, through this speech, and um, then I'm going to put out the questions that come from the study group members, and then we're going to go into the next uh, formal part of the process. So this is part of the process it's kind of like before you even begin to go any further um you know what are the questions what are the what are the questions or intentions that you're you're coming forth with um and then there's a formal process that i'll facilitate and guide everybody through and that for formal process will be um a process of praising asking thanking receiving and then praising again think of it as a circle uh we'll be doing praising asking thanking receiving and then back to praising again and anybody who types anything just so just I saw it just pop up on the Q&A on the chat I won't be in order to there will be um, too much breaking up of the flow of things if the flow of the questions and the flow of the energy and the flow of the process for me to look at it every time somebody types something in there so what I'm planning on doing is um, just paying attention to anything anybody types in the Q&A box because I think the chat is disabled still I don't know why my chat box hasn't been working I been able to get that resolved um, uh, at the end. Um, I will look at it once everything is completed, once the transmission is completed, uh, and then people can um, make comments, they can type comments and questions in there as well, um, but I'll, I'll take a look at it there at the end so I can stay in the, the, the flow here. Okay, so what are those questions? Uh, these are questions that um, benefit everyone for us to hear them. Um, so whether or not you've listened to any of the previous transmissions or not, uh, you can get great benefit uh, from listening to any of them. Um, it, if this is your first one, there's great benefit. But the, because we have been in a series, 
And there was also a series last year, I've been doing this mostly on the equinoxes and the solstices for many, many years now, um, but the, the monthly series, um, he's been speaking in the monthly series on the subject of virtues. So um, I have a couple of questions uh, in the beginning here of my questions about that. And then um, looks like almost all of the questions that were submitted by the study group members are on the subject of the virtues, uh, with the exception of one or two. So um, my question that I'm putting out is, first of all, he's been speaking recently, last month being the most recent, um, on the subject of synergizing the virtues, right? So not just the, the working with the virtues individually and what they are. And he's been giving us very unique definitions. Uh, he's been um, defining the virtues as the divine energies that are everywhere around us and within us that we can use to um, create and co-create and that we can be blessed by, right? So blessed by internally as well as like use in our life to create and co-create uh, everything that we're trying to do, everything they're trying to manifest, uh, live, be, etc. And, he, and he's been defining them uh, very uniquely. But he's also been uh, mentioning again recently that um, there's a synergy and there's something special that happens when they come into synergy. And I wanted to just give him the opportunity because I sensed that he was on the verge like he was saying that there's not any words in our language to describe it ultimately but um I sense he was on the verge of revealing something. I mean, he did use the word transcendent. He used the word ascension to describe what happens when we do finally synergize uh, the virtues and the energies of the virtues. But he said even those words don't do it justice. Those words don't um, quite even come to the right meaning. Um, and so I was wondering if there's any other way that he could describe to us what that synergy creates. Um, last month he was telling us, and again, you can go listen to this podcast for free on the website or on iTunes, uh, the Celestial Voice podcast, the most recent episode. Um, he was telling us to synergize um, humility, surrender, faith, and patience. That was the synergy, the synergy of humility, surrender, faith, and patience. And that's something, again, transcendent or ascension wise would begin to happen once we reach that synergy, not just working with them individually. So I want to give him the opportunity if he wants to speak more about that synergy, if he wants to describe what that special experience is when we actually do reach or achieve that synergy, I would love to um, hear more about that. Um, and then of course the, the episode, I named it the quickening of the heart um, because he was speaking all throughout the series, all throughout I mean he, he often references it and he's been he was speaking of it a lot last time um, about uh, this accelerated shift of the ages that we're in uh, that he calls by many names the quickening being one of them so are there any updates is there anything further that he wants to share about the quickening other than he's other than he doesn't really have to repeat this I'll just share it. he's been just saying that it's um, it, it's not ending anytime soon the quickening is continuing to happen into uh, 
uh, advance us. We don't need to do anything to make it happen any faster. We don't need to try to accelerate it or make it happen any faster. We just need to learn how to align ourselves, so to speak. Uh, put up the sails was the image that I got there at the end of the last month transmission of kind of like a sailboat, putting up the sails, aligning with the wind and, and, and moving with it, knowing, knowing it, understanding it and learning to, um, learning to move with it. Um, He's also said that this is a year of integration and reintegration. Um, uh, if there's anything further he wants to say about that, he hasn't mentioned too much about that recently. Um, the year, I'm not quite sure. I'll have to go back into the transcripts in order to see whether that um, that first time that he said it was going to be a year of integration and reintegration was in the winter solstice of last year or if it was the spring equinox of last year. If it was the equinox, then the year, of course, won't be over until the equinox. If it was the winter solstice, then that year might be coming up. Um, so I'll do my best to find out more about that and uh, to update everybody at the next transmission on the winter solstice um, about what what he has said in regards to that and the timing of that, unless he wants to just say more about it um, tonight. And those are my questions. So one of the questions that wasn't related to the virtues is actually a question um, that I received from one of the study group members that just was simply, what is the purpose of COVID-19? What purpose has it, what purpose has it served? Um, I believe when he was talking about this being a year of integration, reintegration, um, that he was also referencing not just new energies, not, you know, but, but the whole shift that's been happening globally, um, that he actually tried to prepare everybody for in 2019. There was a, a, a series of messages in the fall of 2019 preceding the the the, pan, the COVID-19 pandemic in which um, he was preparing us all for uh, something that was going to basically transform everything and everyone. It was going to be, be a major uh, kind of rapid transformation in 2020. It was so much so that I was like, what is something big is going to, something really big is going to happen in 2020. So I believe when he's talking about this being a year of integration, reintegration, that he's also referencing that's where we're at also. So with the pandemic, this uh, we're, we're in some kind of reintegration stage. Also with that, but um, it is interesting if he could, if he wanted to say any more or speak anything more. We are definitely in a totally different stage now, um, and you know maybe we can know more about uh, the purpose. Maybe we can get more insight into it. He has shared over the last two three years um, since 2020. Yes, yeah, since 2020, he has shared that it was also uh, a trajectory shift for us that we that we very much needed uh, a course correction um, and he's called it a trajectory shift he's called it a course correction that kind of thing so there was that question all of the other actually I'm looking at the notes here um, and it looks like with actually um, with the exception of one other all the other pertains to the virtues uh, no one or two others okay so one of the other questions I got from the study member, study group member for Archangel Michael tonight is um, in reference to a statement that he made in September 21st, so at the transmission on September 21st, uh, he made a statement about new souls coming to the planet at this time. And the question that was submitted is, first of all, what does that mean? Uh, what does new souls mean? Does it mean that they were 
just newly created or does it just mean that they were new to the earth because there wasn't any like uh, description about that and then the second part of that same question is how does the newness of those new souls um, help the earth how does it help the planet and how does it help humanity right now because he mentioned that there was a great influx uh, that was coming in starting at on December on September 21st not just that day um, but it, there was a, a new influx start, starting uh, at that time. So that's an interesting question, interesting follow-up question. Again, you don't have to have listened to any of those messages to gain something from it. If he could tell us what new souls means, what new souls are, uh, how does new souls help the earth, uh, could, be, could be insightful for, for all of us to understand. Um, and then the other one that is not, actually this one is not virtue related also. Well, actually, actually it is virtue related. It gets us into talking about the virtues anyway. Um, so in, in his messages at one point in time uh, during this uh, during this series, uh, it seems like he, he made some kind of statement about humility and the humility of the divine. And so the question was, how does the omnipotent, the all-powerful um, experience humility or have humility? Uh, that's a very interesting, interesting question there. Um, so he was talking about the virtue of humility and that even the divine has humility. And so then the question that the study group member is submitting is how does the omnipotent, the all-powerful, omnipotent means all-powerful, how does the omnipotent divine have or experience uh, humility? So then the other questions submitted for this evening, um, what is the connection between the virtues and the universal laws? A uh, very interesting question I would love to hear more about as well. I would love for him to do a whole series of messages on the subject of the universal laws. Um, they're uh, quite important. Uh, the virtues also are important. So if he could, um, you know, define the connection between the two, uh, help us give some more understanding about that that would be wonderful and that's a great question um, and then is there a relationship between the virtues and the chakras um, I also love this question because uh, we oftentimes learn about these things separate and he describes them, he describes the energy, so let's remember what his description of the virtues are. Uh, Archangel Michael's been describing the virtues as the energies of the divine, the ever-present, like all around us and within us, like these, the energies of the divine, that's what the virtues are, they're qualities, they're energies of God, they're of the divine, and um, and so they're 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 very sacred they're very powerful and that we can use them we're meant to use them to fill ourselves we're meant to use them to be inspired we're meant to use them in our actions we're meant to use them in all that we live and all that we do to like he, he describes it as you know living living a, a virtuous life or living a life that that is filled with the virtues um so if they are these energies of the divine and the chakras are our energy centers that are constantly moving uh, energies constantly exchanging energies inside and outside you know from within our being not just within our body because the body is made up of energy the chakras are moving energy vortexes uh, they're not something part of the physical anatomy they're part of our energy anatomy that the physical body it manifests itself from you know actually is able to manifest itself from that energy and be sustained and supported from that energy it makes 
a lot of sense um, that the chakras are moving those energies of the divine, right? They're moving those, those virtuous energies of the divine. And um, the person who submitted it uh, uh, also made a couple of references to some of the, the, the virtues that um, are kind of well known uh, for being qualities, traits associated with some of the chakras. So um, I feel like the answer is definitely yes. Is there a connection? Uh, I feel like how could there not be? Um, in, in my in my reflection upon it, but I would love to hear um, any answer that he, he would have to give. And then um, if there's anything else that he wants to share with us, obviously that is for our highest good. Uh, that's something that I always put into the prayer because we've gone through all the questions now. Put, he's, I know he's listening. We've put them all out there. Not quite as many as last time, I don't think. Maybe there is. Um, the last transmission, I never know exactly how long they're going to be, um, but he'll speak on whatever it is that he feels. Um, you know, he, he, he feels is important for not just those of us who are listening now, but for, you know, the, again, the whole transmission of what he's trying to, because the, the message part of the energetic transmission that he's doing is just a small portion of the greater, the greater energy work that he's doing with all of us. And people even, um, they even report feeling like there's a lot of energy uh, connection that they feel with Archangel Michael during these transmissions. Some people feel like he's communicating directly to them. That's something I've heard many, many times. Uh, even though you don't get a chance to ask any personal questions in these transmissions. I've had people uh, write me later and say, I felt like he was speaking directly to me. I got my eight questions answered, even though I never got a chance to speak to you or, or ask anything. So um, that's a, another interesting phenomenon that does happen and occur during these transmissions. And it's an opportunity for you to really receive from him, whether you're aware of it or not, whether you feel his presence or not. Um, and so that's why participating uh, in the process that I'm going to be facilitating and not just listening as a witness or observer. Um, we're all witnessing ultimately, but we want to be a participant. Um, and this is also part of the guidance for the process. Um, the process that the angels gave me literally decades ago now, um, to be able to make this connection with them, their realm, and um, bring through these message transmissions, which has evolved over the course of my work to the point where it is now. It hasn't been at this state or at this level. Uh, it, it continues to advance. It continues to evolve. I'm always just really, like I said, in awe and uh, amazed by it um, and amazed in awe of like where it, it is continuing to uh, evolve and advance uh, in me through me as well. So it's not coming from me. Uh, it's coming through me. Uh, literally, it feels as if my energy expands out and Archangel Michael's energy comes in and uses my voice to speak. The energy just flows out through my voice. I'm hearing what's being said at the same time that you're hearing it. So I'm not hearing it and then saying it. I'm actually in a deep trance state after the process that I'll be guiding us through. I'll go into the, when, I, when I get to the receiving, I'll be going into um, a deep trance state and I'll be in this expanded uh, state of awareness uh, as the energy comes through and as I'm able to be able to hear at the same time that you're hearing. But I am um, seeing and feeling, I'm having a multi-sensory experience of what he's saying sometimes. So once the process is over, once the full message transmission is over, I'll bring us up out of the of the, the, the meditation. So basically we're going to begin with praise 
praising, again, praising, asking, thanking, um, receiving, and then back to praising. So we'll finish with praising after we've done the receiving. Um, and then I'll share with you right after that. So I'll just do a little bit of Adonai Elohim at the end for the praise. Um, and then as I'm coming up out of it, so it's as if his energy lifts out and I'm coming back in and I'm bringing us all up out of the meditative, uh, up, up out of the meditative experience. Um, I'll share with you anything that did stand out to me, anything that stood out to me, anything that I saw, heard, or felt, at least to the best of my ability. Sometimes the stuff that I see, there's no way that I could explain it. There's no way that I could describe it. Uh, I have I have no words to be able to, to put it into words. Um, whether it be colors that I see that there, those colors don't exist in this world, um, whether it be shapes or geometries or just energetic structures that I wouldn't even know where to begin to describe, um, energy flows, uh, etc. Things that like move so fast and so rapidly, I wouldn't, I, I can't even pull it, I wouldn't even be able to pull it through to be able to describe uh, what it is that I'm seeing because it's moving so quickly and rapidly uh, through the, the through the imagery that is revealed, re being revealed. So, but whatever I can pull through <laughs> um, and whatever I can share, I will. I'm also kind of speechless at the end so um, sometimes I'm able to add to that in the study groups later I'll be able to like oh I, and I remembered uh, one of the things that I experienced I'm not always able to even pull it through because I'm, I'm, I'm also just in a state of of awe um, after the experiences and kind of speechless oftentimes after the experiences so let's go ahead and go in and get ourselves ready uh, to begin the more formal process let me just take a drink of this water here Okay. All right, so we're going to sit back. We're going to make ourselves comfortable. For the praising, um, there's a praise chant that the angels have given me. It changes depending upon which angel I'm invoking. So when it's um, Archangel Michael, it includes his name at the beginning of the praise chant. And there are many different pronunciations of his name, such as the French pronunciation of Michel. Um, and what the pronunciation that I'm guided to work with uh, for this invocation, for this praise chant, is Mikael. So Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. Uh, El being an ancient Hebrew name for God. Um, and Michael Mick also has it at the end, E-L, right? Michael, which is the English uh, pronunciation. And um, the, 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 the part Michael or the Micah or the Mika, uh, that part of it is um, he who is like unto. Uh, so we're not just invoking Archangel Michael when we, when we chant Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. We're also uh, invoking the divine energies um, and all that is like unto God and the one who is like unto God, which is the, the, the greatest of the archangels, Archangel Michael, also known as Archangel Michel, Archangel, Archangel Mikael, Archangel Mikael, you know, there's all these different names and different pronunciations of his name. So we're using Mikael, 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 and then Adonai, which is also another ancient Hebrew name for God. Elohim, which is another ancient Hebrew name for the divine. Uh, and that, that particular name, 
Elohim is plural. It's God everywhere and in everyone. It's like an ex plural expansion. Um, and the angels have said that the Elohim also includes them, that, that they're a part of that divine energy, that divine uh, expansion of God's energy, the Elohim. So Adonai, Elohim, Adonai again. And then Eloheinu, again, another ancient Hebrew name for the divine. And then Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. So the whole chant, the whole praise chant is Mikael, 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 Adonai, Elohim, Adonai, Eloheinu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. And we'll just repeat that. I'll just begin to sing it and we'll repeat that. And then I'm going to take you seamlessly through these processes, right? From praising to asking to thanking and to receiving and then back to praise again. So after the praise chant, I'll take us into an invocation prayer. And again, ask you to participate, not just, you know, be an observer, not just be a witness. Actually, you'll get the most out of this. You'll get the most out of it as far as feeling connection to him, the most out of it as far as healing, you know, as far as, you know, having any kind of mystical experience yourself, uh, deep integration of the wisdom if you participate. So participating in the chant, participating in the invocation prayer, which will be very specific guided step by step uh, that I'll take us through, and then participating in the gratitude prayer. So the asking will lead into the thanking and I'll have us do gratitude, which is a great thing for those of us who are getting ready to participate in a, a, a week where there's a holiday here that focuses around gratitude for us to do gratitude prayers right now. Um, and then uh, I'll guide us to just go into a relaxed meditative listening state uh, and just let yourself relax and receive during the receiving and it's in the receiving that I'll go into the trance state and it'll be him speaking through using my voice to speak the message it'll be my voice but his message that'll be being spoken through and then um, returning back to receiving again once he's finished speaking which again I don't know how long it'll be but we'll be back to uh, praising again and we'll just use the Adonai Elohim just by itself like I said earlier okay all right, so let's sit back, make ourselves comfortable, grab one more drink of water. We're gonna close our eyes. We're gonna center ourselves by just taking some long, slow, deep breaths. We'll just kind of center with our breath before we begin the formal process. I'll begin the praise chant and please join along with me either silently or out loud. Adonai 
Adonai Eloheinu Praising to the asking, to the invocation. Please join along with me silently. So all of us together, silently, let's begin by whatever way feels right to us individually. Calling upon now in prayer, silent prayer, the presence of the divine. The presence of divine love, the presence of divine light. Personally, all of us invoking that at this time. And then let's move on, continuing to go deeper now into the silent prayer. 
I want for all of us to silently ask that we be protected and connected through divine love and divine light and a circle of love and light that connects us over space and time no matter where we are in the world and no matter what time or when it is that we are participating in this transmission and receiving this transmission that we are connected and protected by divine love and divine light and a circle of love and a circle of light and a circle of protection. And then uniting our love and our light. Now in this circle, we want to expand it and send our love and light out to Archangel Michael and invite and invoke Archangel Michael personally into our circle of love and light, as well as to our global family and community, which we are all part and parcel of. So let's expand out and call Archangel Michael in. Expand out our love and our light and call Archangel Michael in. Ask for Archangel Michael to come forward and to come forth to give his full energetic transmission of any and all energy, healing, activation, light activation that he wants to do with the planet, with humanity and with all beings at this time. And going forward, and let's ask Archangel Michael to also bring through the message transmission as a part of his energetic transmission and light activation. Ask him to bring through a message for us today. Ask him to hear the questions that have been verbalized on all of our behalf and to give us any guidance or answer to any of these things. But we also want to ask him to speak to us freely about anything that he feels is for our highest good right now. For our highest good and for the highest good of all. Just whatever it is that he wants to reveal, speak of, we want to give him that permission. And then we're going to move on into the thanking, the part of the gratitude, part of the prayer. So first we're just going to fill ourselves with gratitude, let ourselves just feel immensely, immensely grateful and filled with gratitude within ourselves. Let that gratitude rise up from within us. First, let's focus on our gratitude for Archangel Michael, the immense gratitude that we have for who he is, the roles that he plays in our world and in our lives that's known and unknown to us. 
And let's just take a moment to send out that gratitude, not just feel it, but to send it out in a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation towards Archangel Michael for all that he is and all that he does. And then we're going to move on in the gratitude prayer and we're going to expand our gratitude even more to think about all of the blessings of life, the blessing of life even itself, life itself, which is such a blessing. And just let ourselves be filled with gratitude for all of the blessings of life and the blessings of life in our lives, etc. And so just let that rise in you. And send out your silent prayers of gratitude directly to the divine now in whatever way feels right to you as your gratitude prayers for the blessings in your life. Then we're finished now with the thanking. We're completing our gratitude prayers. And we're preparing to move on now in the process as we go further now. And we move from gratitude into opening ourselves, deepening now, deepening our breath, letting ourselves breathe and relax and open ourselves to receive. So I want you to go into a deep, relaxed, meditative state and allow yourself to just be in an open, receptive state all throughout the message. The recording that all of you will receive through the podcast will be your notes. It's best to just let yourself receive during this time period. Not think, not do, not write, just receive. So be in a relaxed meditative state and open to receive. I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation until the next words will be the vocal part of the transmission. I won't let that come through in its entirety.
one of the things that I have also been speaking about in this series of transmissions is the subject that I refer to as the spiritual process or the spiritual practice of practicing the sacred pause. This will be my third time now of speaking about this spiritual practice. and giving time here in the beginning for all of you to experience it. Allowing for there to be more time in the silent meditation. For you to go within and to connect, which is the essence of the spiritual practice. Pausing to connect, pausing to connect with the sacred, pausing to connect with the divine, pausing to connect with the energies of the divine that I have been teaching and referring to as the virtues. The virtues can be one of the things that you connect to individually and synergistically, yes, multiple virtuous energies, connecting to them all at once. And what do you use to connect with energetically? You use your energy fields, the multiple different layers of energy fields, and the energetic vortices. the energetic spinning wheels. Which are fields of energy and move fields of energy in and of themselves. Known as the chakras or the chakras in the ancient Sanskrit language. known by many other names in ancient languages. Most of that knowledge and most of those names lost in history and sometimes even intentionally destroyed. But everything is made of energy All matter is energy. Everything that your body is, is made up of energy, your mind, which is so much more than just the manifested organ of the brain is an energy field. Your emotions, an energy field.
You are a being of pure energy. You are a spirit. You are a soul. An eternal spirit soul. And your energy anatomy. The energy anatomy of your spirit and the energy anatomy of your soul. is part and parcel of the all that is, yes. The divine energy, the divine spirit, the divine soul. And there is nothing that is not of that energy. Ultimately, even though you do not always choose to use your energies that way. And there is free will as to how you choose to use the energies moving through you. And what energies you choose to connect with and what you want to co-create with them. Choose consciously what energies you are choosing to connect with. All spiritual practices not just the spiritual practice of practicing the sacred pause, but all spiritual practices that are indeed sacred. All of them are meant to help you to connect with the energies of the divine. To connect being something that you must choose consciously right now until it is something that is permeating your consciousness once again. As there was a point in time in human history where that connection permeated your consciousness so much that there weren't conscious and unconscious choices of disconnecting. Never truly do you ever disconnect. Never truly can you fully disconnect. And it would be like water trying to make it something itself, something that it's not. You cannot make yourself something that it is not. Something that you are not. You can co-create in this world. But you'll never be able to change the universal constants. The universal constant that you are an eternal spirit soul. That which is eternal being without beginning and end. Being without end. And yes, the universal constants known as the universal laws.
You will always operate within them. Think of it as a vast ocean that you are in and that is in you. Like the beings and the creatures that live in the sea, they are not just in the sea, the sea is in them. This is an analogy that I can use to help you to understand that you are a part and parcel of the divine. You exist within the divine and the divine exists within you. And the fields of energy, the fields of energy known as the virtues, which are qualities of the divine, aspects of the divine, and aspects of the divine energy, are part of that energy field. Like a vast ocean that you exist within and that exists within you. An ocean of virtuous energy, an ocean of virtues that you exist within and that exists within you, that are energies and qualities of the divine. And that you are always moving, swimming in, so to speak, to use the analogy again. But do you consciously connect with them? Do you consciously choose to use them? This is what makes you different than the creatures of the sea, is that you have been given gifts through the power of your imagination, through the power of your free will, through the power of your intuition. Other powers and gifts and abilities that you have been given, but those are the three main powers that give you the gift of co-creation in an aspect of this reality, an element within life, an aspect of life that is a special dispensation, a special blessing for all of you. For all of you. But to connect with these energies and you already have them within you. Consciously connect. Move them through you from the inside out and from the outside in. Which is what your chakras do. Your chakras are continuously when they are in their healthy and balanced state. They are continuously moving energy in and out. And in the healthiest state, they are doing so simultaneously. Energy out, energy in at the same time. An even flow, an even exchange of energy moving and flowing, spinning and spiraling. And that energy has been referred to by all of the ancient peoples of the earth by different names and it translates, those names translates as life force 
or the force of life or the life-giving force. And you can definitely relate to it as life force energy. Because that energy, it is the very force that gives you life, sustains your life, that makes up your bodies, that makes up your mind, that makes up your emotional field, that creates all the vessels and the vehicles that you are using day in and day out to create and co-create in this realm that which has been given to you to co-create. But it is not just life force. It is not just the force that gives you physical life or that gives life to the mind or life to the emotional field. It is that force, the divine energy that gives that force to give life and to sustain life. But that energy is more. It is more than just life force. It is love force, the force of love, and it is the divine presence. omnipresent and all-powerful, omnipotent, all-powerful and all-present of the all that is, of the divine presence, the God presence, So yes, it can sustain life, it can give life, but it is virtuous in its qualities. It is also a field of virtue. Because that field of virtue is qualities of the divine. Only the divine has it in all ways and in all things and in all perfection. When you work with the energies of the virtues, as I have been encouraging you to do, instructing you, and guiding you to do. I have also been repeatedly reminding you that it does not have to be perfect. You do not have to think about perfection, especially the human concept of perfection, because there is no such thing as a human construct of perfection. The perfect is on the divine level. And the perfect manifestation, the perfect expression, the perfect use, the perfect existence of all of the virtues exists within the divine. 
you are not expected to use them perfectly. And you are not judged or criticized if you do not. You are not condemned if you do not. The divine has all of the virtues fully manifested in perfection. The all perfect, a level of divine perfection that human concepts and human conceptions cannot even begin to understand. You aspire to and you desire to. In order to have any realization of this, you must seek to grow your relationship with the divine. And further realization will come. And working with the virtues and those divine energies to co-create in your life is one way of expanding that relationship, of connecting with those divine energies. And yes, there are energy chakras, energy centers that are better than others at being able to connect with some of the virtues, for example, the heart chakra. The heart chakra can connect in a special way, in a unique way with all of them. Not just certain ones, the heart chakra is not limited to just connect with certain virtues and certain virtues only. And you limit yourself if you begin to think that the chakras are limited to certain virtues. None of them ultimately are limited to very specific ones. But the more that you understand about those energy centers, it does help you to understand the virtuous energies that you can connect to through them. But do not limit it. And do not think about it in a limited way. And especially when it comes to the heart chakra and the crown chakra. But the heart chakra especially. The deeper and deeper that you go into your heart, the more it expands into what I have referred to as the heart of the heart. The essence of the heart, the sacred heart within. And it connects directly to the heart of the divine.
the presence of the divine that resides within. And all of the qualities, all of the traits, all of the virtuous energies that can be known and felt and brought through there and realized there. Especially as all of the other energy centers are moving those virtuous energies and creating with them as well. Especially as the synergy takes place. The synergy of how it all can move through your chakra system. And all that it awakens. And the awakening that that brings you, the spiritual mastery that that brings you. And that spiritual mastery is not perfection. Only the divine has all of the virtues in perfect manifestation and perfect expression and perfect synergy in full, whole, complete. And you know it through your connection. You know it through your relationship. You experience it. You realize it through that relationship. That virtuous relationship, that loving relationship. And you can be filled by it, renewed, restored, healed. And yes, words that do not even exist in any other languages upon the earth anymore that the ancient, ancient people had words and terminologies for. An ancient word in Sanskrit. Is a word Ananda. It means bliss in English. But even that translation into bliss, if you define that or think of that as being something that is just about happiness or play, or just a human emotion of joy. It's so much more than that. It is that, it's all of that and more. The bliss. And the nectar of that.
and the ecstatic experience of the nectar of that bliss. The all-encompassing, unconditional, ecstatic, loving experience of the nectar of that bliss. Perhaps these are the words that I can use to help you to understand what this whole synergy of the virtues brings you. and brings you into a conscious state of the ecstasies of saints and sages and yogis and mystics and shamans and holy peoples, masters around the world encompass this and can also give you some understanding of what the mastery of the virtues, the synergy of the virtues can bring you. It's what so many of you are seeking. Many who are not seeking it still want it and desire it, whether they are see they just don't know that it is what they are seeking. Or they haven't begun the seeking process yet. It's important that you seek it. For there are universal laws. that govern this ocean of energy, this ocean of virtuous energy for you to co-create with. And especially when you are not co-creating with the energies of the virtues. When you ignore the virtues, suppress them, and choose not to use them. Choose not to act in virtuous ways or speak in virtuous ways or treat others in virtuous ways. All of the universal laws, and there are many of them, they also work together synergistically and they are all there to protect the whole of creation. They are there to ensure that the highest good comes about for all beings. And it indeed is a very deep and long in-depth subject to speak on, of which I would love to have the opportunity 
to speak much more in depth about and will at some point when the timing is right. For now, I convey that they are indeed real. They are there as protections. They are there as blessings. They are always in motion. They are always in governance. There's entire orders of angels created to oversee the governance of the universal laws. Entire legions of higher beings. Created to oversee the governance of those universal laws. They're not there again to punish you, to hurt you, to harm you, to make you pay or any of the other things that the emotions, especially the fear emotions within you, make you sometimes think that they are. They're always there. Every role that they play is to restore the balance, maintain the balance. They're a part of the homeostasis of existence. Like you have a homeostasis within your body that is always working to maintain and sustain the order and the balance within it. It's a part of the very makeup, the very programming of your physiological forms. Think of the universal laws as part of the homeostasis. Of these energy fields that you are all part and parcel of, this ocean of energy. to maintain the order and the balance, even in the midst of chaos. Even in chaos, there is order. Even when something pushes into extreme imbalance, which are the vices, which I have referred to in previous messages, are not the opposite of the virtues, because there is nothing that is the opposite of God, the opposite of the all that is. That's not what the vices are. They're not the opposites. But the vices are energies. And they are energies that you can use to create in a way that is not in alignment. To create in a way that goes against that flow 
like trying to paddle upstream. And you cannot break the universal laws, no matter how powerful the vice. They are unbreakable, impenetrable. They are impeccable. And so they will always restore the balance. They will always bring things back. To order, to wholeness, to completion and sustain that and maintain that for the highest good of all. And that's another key piece that often gets forgotten, not just for your highest good or for the highest good of someone else, always for the highest good of all, always. You may not always see it, you may not always feel it, because you are moving through the space-time continuum. And as you are in this temporal form, moving through the space-time continuum, you are experiencing the temporariness of it, and you are experiencing the temporal energies, and what comes across and feels like a temporal delay. A temporal delay. When you are moving through the space-time continuum as you are where you are, it feels it feels like a temporary delay, a temporal delay. That there can be a temporal delay. And That is not an incorrect perception, but you do not have the full correct perception of it either. Because of certain, certain illusory aspects of the time-space continuum and the journey and movement in it and within it. There's still more. There's still so much more. So, it is best to talk about timing. Because of your experience in the time-space continuum and the temporal delay, think of it as timing. What you experience as the temporal delay creates a timing to it all. And that's what you don't always see either. The past, present, and future are intertwined, interconnected, that they are not the same, but they are one with each other. That the closing of one chapter and the beginning of a new one doesn't end the storyline, 
The storyline is always happening. There is the continuum of it. Your movements through time and space, there is the continuum of it. And so you can experience that there is a time delay sometimes in that homeostasis and that balance and that restoration of the balance for the highest good for all to come about because of the influence of the time-space continuum. It feels and it manifests as there is a timing to it all and a timing you don't always see. And you don't always even recognize once you've even gotten there. So many things in your soul's story and in the journey of your souls coming to completion reaching that point of homeostasis, reaching that point of wholeness and completion for the highest good of all in ways that you don't even know, in ways you don't even consciously realize as you move through the time-space continuum. And so it is easy to question and the questioning part is good and it is easy to doubt and in the doubting part is something that causes many problems and many difficulties because of how it closes you down and shuts you off and shuts down very important things within you. The questioning is good because it opens you up. I encourage you to question all of this and I encourage you to keep asking questions because they are sacred in the whole process and the whole journey, no matter what the questions are and no matter what the answers will be. In my closing for this message and this transmission, I am sending energy to the planet at this time to help awaken you all to all that I am expressing and communicating and that goes even beyond what the words can say. I am also sending my light, anchoring my light, for a light activation at this time for the virtue known as fidelity to be returned, restored within humankind, within your consciousness, within your collective co-creation with each other and within your individual selves. The virtue, the divine energy, it is, it always has been, it always will be, ever-present, ever-existing. 
infinite and eternal. But there has been, for some time now, conscious choices and unconscious choices being made within humankind to either ignore the virtue of fidelity or to suppress it or to minimize it. And there are so many shifts that have happened and taken place that the word itself is hardly ever even used anymore. The word itself, falling out of use in modern day common vernacular. And yet words are sound vibrations and sound vibrations are energies and sound vibrations evoke and invoke energies. And so I'm using the word quite specifically. And I'm choosing quite specifically to invoke and evoke into the human energy field, into human co-creation, the virtue of fidelity. When it has changed in human usage so much that the word itself has almost stopped from being used. It tells you that it is also a time, a very important time, to really understand it and understand what it really is and what it really means. It means more than just loyalty. Loyalty is a good thing, but it also can be taken to an extreme. Fidelity includes elements and aspects of loyalty, but it actually is greater than loyalty in many ways. It is still in those who understand it and who still work with it and apply it in their lives, also known as faithfulness. And that is a truer understanding of what it really is, of what the virtue of fidelity is. And if you think about it, when you are being loyal, you are being faithful. So loyalty deeper in its essence, deeper in its core is faithfulness at its root. Because loyalty can also be applied in ways that are also shadow uses and shadow forms. And there can be loyalty to things and to people that are not always operating in the light. 
can be something that comes from pridefulness and ego, but not faithfulness. And even deeper in its core, if you go even deeper into the meaning of the virtue, it is about being true. Faithfulness in its essence, in its core, is about being true. And the people who still are familiar with the word fidelity and using it in modern day vernacular tend to use it with certain things, for example, in marriages. And the faithfulness within marriages or other relationships that are serious and committed of nature and in nature. But it's not just about being faithful. It's about being true. The essence of it is being true. But it's not just a virtue that applies in relationships that are intimate relationships, committed relationships. It applies in any and all other relationships and all relationships, yes. There should be an expression, an existence of the virtue but it is also used by those who do use it in modern day to express faithfulness to service. Such in the word semper fidelis, always faithful. Faithful in service, faithful in duty, faithful in all that you are bonded and committed to is ultimately where the virtue applies. Does this mean that you have to practice it in a perfect way? No. Remember what I have said about perfection. You are not asked to live the virtues in perfection. You are asked to live them to the best of your ability and to be vessels, to be instruments for them. For them. For the divine to express them through you, live them, manifest them, create in them through you. To the best of your ability. In being true to yourself. And this is where it ultimately begins. Fidelity and the virtue of fidelity 
it's not just faithfulness to someone else. It is not just faithful to a vow that you have taken, to your word that you have given, to a commitment that you have made. It is about being true. Being true to yourself and your true nature. And your true purpose and your true mission. And it's not just about your opinions and your beliefs. Beliefs and bringing them in to the virtues and making the beliefs more important than the virtues or having the beliefs be what you define the virtues or define how you should practice the virtues in is where the problems start and is where many of the problems manifest. I have spoken before on the importance of belief and the role that it must play in your lives and how powerful it is, but belief is not a virtue. Your virtues must inform your beliefs, not the other way around. Your virtues must be practiced in your beliefs, not having your beliefs imposed upon the virtues so that then the virtues become something else and I'm warped for back, lack of better word to use. Manifestation or expression of them comes into existence. The virtues themselves are not warped, but your expression of them, your use of them, your co-creation with them, what you do and then how you will shame or blame yourself or others. And you're not meant to shame or blame yourself or others if you are not able to be true, but you are meant to work with that energy until you are, until you are able to be true. Because when you are true with yourself, when you are faithful in your relationship with yourself, your word to yourself, your vows and your promises to yourself, the promises you make within yourself, within the very heart and core of your being, then you will find it so much easier. So much easier to be true and to be faithful in all that you do externally, especially in your word. especially in your word. Fidelity in your word, in your promises. Can you break promises? Yes. Can you break vows? Yes. Will there be repercussions within the universal laws, such as the universal law of karma? Yes. 
Will those repercussions stop your progress? No. Will those repercussions, will that karmic energy return again and again and again, giving you the opportunity to restore the fidelity, to restore your faithfulness within yourself, being true to yourself and being true to your word? Yes. Fidelity does not exist in order to keep you stuck in something that is not true to yourself. It doesn't exist to keep you stuck in a marriage or stuck in a job or stuck in a relationship of any kind. It doesn't exist to keep you stuck in a society or certain rules or patterns or laws based within a society to keep you stuck in things that are untrue to your true selves and to your true nature. That's not what fidelity is. And the universal laws will always ensure again and again and again that you are being given opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, unlimited, endless opportunities if needed. to experience what it really is, to experience being true to yourself and to your true nature and to the true nature of your collective existence. Because being true to yourself isn't just your personal existence. You are not separate. You are not an island from everyone and everything else. You are individual, yes, but you are also indivisible. You are one with all life. You are one with this field that I've described to you today. Being true to yourself doesn't mean just being true to your personal, individual self, the collective self. Being true to the collective whole. There's so much to it, and in order for it to be restored in your lives and in your world, to the level and the degree at which it needs to be restored, and used in a whole new way. I will end by saying, use the virtue of fidelity, focus first and foremost on being true to yourself and focus on being true to your word. If you give your word to yourself or to others, be true to it to the best of your ability, not in perfection, 
to the best of your ability. And if you must change it, if you need to change it, there is always a way of doing that. That still keeps things aligned. That is still being faithful and true. It doesn't mean something that is unchanging. There is no such thing in the material world. In the material world in which you exist, the nature of the world is change. The nature of the material energy is change, constant change. So the virtues in the material world, active in the material world, doesn't mean that something has to be Fidelity doesn't mean that something has to be kept and held and forced in an unchanging way. If being true to that word and be true to those promises and commitments and things that you use your word for changes, there's a way of doing it that is in the fidelity, that is still true to fidelity and the virtue of fidelity. And you can use the virtue of fidelity to make the changes, to go through the changes. It's not about staying fixed or locked into something. And that's why it's being rejected in the first place. But the virtue cannot be rejected. The way it's been enacted and the beliefs that have been put upon its enactment Yes, change that. Change that. Change your vows, change your words, change your commitments. Make new vows, make new words, make new commitments. But do not stop using the virtue, the virtue of fidelity. I give you my word, my promise, my faithfulness to help you all, to help all of humanity. And that it can be a beautiful, beautiful I see the beauty of it. And the beauty in all of you. And for that, I give thanks.
That's the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message. And I'm going to bring the process back full circle to praising just by the Adonai Elohim. And so please join me in doing so just a couple of times. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. And now we slowly bring ourselves up out of the meditation. As we're coming up out of the meditation, I'll share a few things. Wow, so much energy moving. Um, what I want to focus on, though, is really at the very end, um, because it's fresher to me, and I did feel that there was... Um, some things that I was aware of that was not being said, so I'll go ahead and um, try to share it before I lose it really quickly. Um, one is that I was really aware of uh, how Archangel Michael was beseeching us, <laughs> like really, really beseeching us to not use the virtues to beat ourselves up and to beat up each other. Um, and to not see them as some, you know, fixed thing that we can use to like, you know, just become rigid. They're not rigid things. Um, he's tried to make this clear in any way that he can in this message and definitely in other messages. Um, this energies that fact you know when he was talking about the whole energy of it all it's just it's so fluid and the ocean analogy is just fluid and so much movement and so much motion within it um and freedom and freedom within it that's also there you know it's 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 also there um so there was that beseeching and then I felt like he wanted to say something about forgiveness when he was talking about um, fidelity and how if we do go against our word or we do change a vow or we do change something, a commitment that we make. And he was talking about how it can be restructured, it can be realigned, you know, when there's a way of working with the virtue of fidelity to do that. Um, and then he was, um, I, I believe he was going to say at one point in time, I felt like he was going to say something about forgiveness. It, it I even started hearing something about forgiveness. So, um, but it didn't come all the way through, but there is some important role that forgiveness plays in that. So that would maybe even be a question for, Next time, if somebody in the study group could remind me, um, Archangel Michael study group members, if somebody could remind me, maybe a question for next time. What did he want to say or what was he about to say regarding the role of forgiveness in that? And then um, the other thing that I was feeling... <laughs> 
uh, very strongly there at the end is especially uh, these, 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 these topics of these virtues. It seems like he could actually speak volumes on some of them. This one, it felt to me like there, there could be just like so much more in depth that he could actually speak about um, on this one. So yeah, there, there's so much more, so much more there. Um, the other thing that was coming to me again that wasn't said is um, sound vibration. Uh, there was a lot of like sound vibration. Again, he wasn't making the sounds. It, it, it was very, very um, strong sometimes uh, sound vibration that I was um, feeling and that was being reverberated. And now that I'm thinking about it, hmm, interesting, just my own mind, my own thoughts, is that one of the translations of what fidelity means in our modern day that we tend to use the word more for has to do with sound amplification. So, hmm, that's interesting. Um, yeah, not, don't know what to make of that. <laughs> but it's interesting that that's, that's what uh, another entire meaning of the word is in our modern day. Hmm. Wow. Okay. I'm also kind of shaking and, 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 and trembling a bit. Uh, there was so much energy moving through me that my body was even being moved and moving, moved back and forth. There was just movements of the energy that was happening. So now is the time to um, write questions and comments in the Q&A box because we're wrapping up for the evening. And um, if you want to just make a comment, even just to say goodbye, you're welcome to, to do so. Um, this is a long message, so I thank everybody for uh, continuing to, to stay, to stay uh, in, in the experience and with the experience. Um, so there was the one that I didn't get to first from Mara, in which she's asking Archangel Michael, the power of divine faith, divine will, divine justice, divine strength. Yes, yeah, thank you so much for asking for that. Um, appreciate that. And you just putting it out there without me even reading it, you're putting it out there, right? So thank you for um, asking for that. And um, yes, the pains, the pain of humanity for sure, yeah. He's definitely sending healing, there's no doubt about it. Long before he became known as an angel of protection, he was known as an angel of healing. He's a master teacher, a master healer, and a master guardian protector. So thank you. Thank you, Diana. Thank you, Adele. Appreciate it. And Julie. Making this really clear. It did. It was very, it was very clear. Yeah, I, 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 there was a lot of clarity in there. I agree. Thank you, Star. So good to see you here. Thank you for being here. Very energetic today. I yeah, <laughs> lots of energy moving, 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 moving energy. Amazing message. I agree, Nalini. Amazing. Yeah. Tatiana, I'm so glad. So glad you tuned in, Tatiana. Thank you. Thank you. Glad you're here. Thank you, it was amazing. The continuum of time is a very important concept, being able to be past, present, future. Yes, it is. 
when you start talking about that, when you, there's one, there was a lot of energy moving through me. Yeah. And Vali, thank you, Vali, for all that you do and helping submit some beautiful questions and some um, amazing help that you support in me, and I really appreciate it. Can't wait to review it further. I can't either. Thank you, Nancy. Really appreciate your participation. Yeah, like I said, those who participate live, it's special, um, and I uh, it, and it's and it's something that so many more will get a chance to uh, experience through the recordings. Like I said, over 750 people registered to receive it, uh, who who will probably be listening to through the recordings. And uh, I'll let you all know once it's actually posted. I'm going to turn the recordings off, and I'll wait to see if anything Recording else stopped. gets posted.